you want to make sure that after I read finish this book, ah, uh, better give me some. Yeah, answers. better give me something. Uh, I'm not gonna burn. Then I start. Welcome back to another episode of Wise and Shine. Every Monday, we hope to join you on this journey to work to kind of just give you a little bit of insight so that you are more prepared for your life and uh, develop a little bit further. Of course, we will write on latest fashion trends and latest uh, interesting topics. And joining me today is Don from Budget B, and this is Eric. They call me Mr. Positivity. <laughs> I thought it was Mr. Sensible. Every from episode, the last that was last episode. week, right? No, no, last week, Mr. Sensible. Facets, this week, you know. Then next week is what? I don't know. Depends on the topic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair point. And I am your host, Reggie, aka your Chief Financial Coconut. And today we are going to talk about one classic topic in personal development, right? Because uh, why do I want to bring up this topic? Because uh, I've just seen so many people recording TikTok videos telling me, oh, you should read this. You should do that. You know, like 10 things, among the 10 things you can do to improve your life, you should do this. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so the topic today is do self-help books work? Yeah, and we're gonna roll with Mr. Positivity. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you have a disclaimer. I'm in the uh, education uh, industry. Exactly. I'm, I'm in the personal development he industry. He's the so one producing those yeah, content. Yeah, that yeah. You yeah. Just so take, it, take my advice with pinch of salt. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but the question, my answer would be: if self-help books really do work, then everyone will be a multi-millionaire with six-pack abs. <laughs> Wait, then, then, then why do I listen to you? <laughs> Then why do I watch? You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell so do you have the six pack app? Are you yeah, a I'm, I'm actually hoping that I can change the personal development industry because mm. the thing is this: they they always say that knowledge is power, right? And I disagree. I don't think knowledge is power. I think applied knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there are two ways to answer that question. But di- direct answer is that I don't think it works unless the receiver is open to change, and the environment is conducive for that change to happen. If these two mm-hmm. things doesn't happen, then a self-help book is really just a talisman that you can put on your bookshelf to make you feel better about yourself. To inspire you. Mm. Or at least you feel like you have done something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think to, to re-establish or like, you know, amp up the context of mm. why I wanted to bring up this topic, right? Because I've been seeing a lot of influencers, mm. you know, um, putting up content like that, right? Like, like you know, um, you know, you should read this book and why, why, why? Mm. Or, you know, um, there are three things you can do to improve your life. Number one is to read daily. And I'm like, I'm not a reader. Like, I don't really read. I, I, I create podcasts for a reason, right? Like, I'm an audio learner. I, I learn on the go. And there are more ways and more to go about, you know, learning. And of course, I used to be quite an avid reader of self-help books mm. until I read enough to realize they're all saying the same shit. Right? You know, at some point, most of them are propagating the same ideas and um, there's a little bit of a trendiness in these kind of ideas. You know, like when, when an idea is popular, all the books will be about that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. and is that really how you should think about things? Is that, is that how you should shape your learning? I think mm. that's kind of where, where I want to move towards. Yeah, because well, sometimes your ideas don't need to be trendy. In fact, the evergreen ones are the great ideas, you know? Well, I'm an advocate of learning. I do agree with you that not everybody has to read a book to learn. Because like you said, there are three types of learners, right? I mean, audio, visual, kinesthetic. If you're talking about should we read books or should we learn? Mm. Then obviously the answer is yes. Mm. Right? Because the more you That's learn, the more you That's why I never asked that question. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so his criticism of books only. No, of books, specifically uh. self help books. I think I think self help. Mm. Like I said, self help books is trendy. You know, there's always a trend, right? Like now, mm. uh, mental health is everything. 
You know, it's like all the books about mental health, you know, like uh, how to work less, uh, you know, work-life balance. There's, there's a certain trend, right? And, and this is essentially them riding on the cultural wave. Mm-hmm. Because they need to sell books, man. Mm. Right? Yeah. So now you write something like, just go and work your ass off. You know, it's like, maybe, you know, we're not sellers. <laughs> we're not sellers, well, yeah. right? You nobody know what? will buy. Yeah, nobody will It'll be like, you know, bestseller, then discount rack, right? <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be on a discount rack. It'll be like, it'll be a free gift. Yeah, yeah. So then, you know, so, so there's, there's always some sort of trend. Mm. And a lot of the ideas inside are repetitive. And a lot of the ideas inside are not very. I feel not very context lah. Sometimes, right? Like, it always sounds so good, but it really doesn't apply in my life. I actually agree and disagree that it all starts to oh, sound Oh, GP tutor come already lah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it. Let's let's hear it. Hear it. GP teacher on your yes, podcast come, lah. Come, come, come. Tell <laughs> us, tell because, us. Because, right, I think, because I read a lot, mm. I do notice that there are some similarities, some things that are always repeated that are the same. Mm. But every book has a difference. I think that difference comes from the author's perspective and the lens that they're writing the book with. And that's where I learned the most on. Yeah. So after a while, you see, when you read one thing one time, it may not stick. Mm. But if you read 10 self-help books and you read that same phrase 10 times, uh, you start to realize, okay, this is important. I better pay attention. And then it really starts to stick. At the same time, you can also learn the different, the complementary things that come with that main message mm. and you benefit from that. Whereas I think for you, right, you focus a lot on that main message only. Mm. So people who do that feels that what's the main focus of this mm. book? It's just this one. I know Reggie. Reggie is a very meta learner. Okay, what's a meta learner? He doesn't wow. just want to learn the... Namaste. The, no, I mean, <laughs> we, we, we have a long chat about it, right? <laughs> that he doesn't just want to know what to do, but he wants to know how you arrive at that. And mm. what's your thought process that lead you there? Which is why I feel we need to segregate self-help books. There are different categories. So self-help book, there's how-to. There is autobiographies and biographies. right? Mm. And there's also thought leadership. Mm-hmm. The books, like the likes of uh, Adam Grant and Simon Sinek, that they're always coming up with original thought. That's why they're called thought leaders. They lead with thought, right? So I'm not sure they're very original, la, but okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> yes, yes. So I feel that when it comes to self-help books, if it's uh, how-to, then I uh, just pick and choose one yeah. and try it on. It's like advice, right? Try on for a size. You can judge a book by its cover. If the cover <laughs> is attractive enough, if there's enough, uh, if you look at the, the, the source of material, like this guy has the expertise and it's backed up with a little bit of science, even though so I question whether is it really science or pseudoscience. Every research has 10 But if it's how-to, you can't go wrong with mm-hmm. how-to because the best way to judge a how-to book is to try and see if you can get results or not. Mm-hmm. Where it gets tricky is the autobiographies because autobiography, you know, right, is written by the author himself. So that, that's where you, it's like learning someone's backstory. You probably want to take it with a pinch of salt. I actually wouldn't count autobiographies as self-help book. Eh. Mm, I will put them as a tangent. Oh, you tangent. won't? Yeah. I'll put them as you, a wait, tangent. you put them as what? As a tangent. A tangent. They yeah. are trying to appeal to the same audience, but it's not really self-help books. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay, fine. We'll, we'll put that out. Yeah. That I think makes I would our really, conversation I'll categorize easier. self-help books as books that you would pick up or buy mm-hmm. because from the title or from the synopsis, you feel like you could learn a few things mm. from it. Okay. And you want to learn it. Mm. So that's key. Yeah. So you go in wanting to learn about sales, for example, you pick up a sales self-help book. Mm. You go in wanting to learn how to improve your communication then you go and read the, you know, Dave Kanagi and yes, all of that lot, stuff. Yeah. yeah. But that's where the scary part is, right? You see, if I pick up a self-help book because I just want to learn, then good luck. There's no results. Because right? learning, if you don't apply the learning, then there's no results. But that willingness to first learn is okay. that one. No, that's because true. I, I agree okay. with, I agree with yeah. Don. Actually, it's the, it's the context of why you even pick up the book yeah. to begin with, right? So, 
I think that's the context that she has set, which I agree, which is mm. when you pick up this book, you are seeking something, right? You yep. want you want to make sure that after I read, finish this book, uh, better give me something. Yeah, answers. better give me something. Uh, I'm not going to burn. But there must be something here that's going to help my life, you know, or mm. at least answer the questions that I want to answer, mm. you know. But where I come from is uh, half the time is saying the same thing and doesn't al- al- always work. Ah, yeah, you pick out the wrong books. Which bookstore you go? What kind of books will, 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 do you think really work? You know, and, and what kind of, how do I then deceive uh, picking up some of these books? I think you have to read and you know. It's hard. Like, you can judge from the cover that does like 20% of the job but ultimately reading it then, then you'll really figure I, I it out. I have a kind of a hack a reading hack. Uh, usually before I buy a book, I will uh, actually go to Blinkist. I've, I've subscribed to Blinkist. <laughs> oh, because in some not authors, sponsored, uh, not, uh, not sponsored, <laughs> they should. Uh, they should because sometimes yes. I feel that author has a lot of fluff, right? Because they need, they, they have yeah. a, maybe a book deal and they have to have 236 pages, but uh-huh. actually whatever yeah, yeah, they want to yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. can be yeah. summarized in one page. Yeah. Exactly. Right? So yes. I feel that the way to cut the BS and get the best essence is to just read Blinkist because Blinkist mm-hmm. summarizes only 10 things. Every book is just 10 things you can pick up from that person. And then I'll take that 10 thing and I'll say, hey, that's point number five is new. Then maybe I'll buy the book and, and then I will read that particular chapter. So will you then only read that chapter? Or yes, will you go I, and read the others as well? If I feel that the others I already know and I'm already applying it, then there's no, like what Reggie said, oh, there's no value already. Right? Mm. But if there's uh, somebody challenging my current thinking, someone share a new point of view, I wouldn't mind checking it out. Mm. Is, is there a personal story amongst you that after you read the book, it, it benefit you a lot. You know, specific book and specific story. Oh, so many. You know. A lot, oh, okay. a lot. Yeah. Hey, but, hey this hack, very good eh. Yeah, I'm going to use it now. Okay, subscribing. Can uh, I got another shortcut also, which is, um, you guys don't have to love reading books. You just got to hang out with people who love reading books. Because some of us just learn through conversations. Mm-hmm. And, and so don't feel obligated that you need to read. I think this whole reading trend c- came probably from Bill Gates, right? He's one of the most well-known person that actually Warren goes, Buffett also. Oh, Warren Buffett. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I know Bill Gates because I know he went on a vacation. He would Every year, two or three times, That's he would go he away. And okay la, I mean say. okay okay wow this guy so cynical. That's why I'm sitting on the opposite side of Mr. Positive. That's, that's, right? that's, like, actually, like, that's like, true. Like, like I'm here yeah. to try to like. So I think it's yeah. popular. Like holding a mm. Starbucks cup is popular. It's part of a brand. So I do agree that some people just like the idea of carrying a book around, right? It's because it looks good as an accessory. But at any end of the day, you don't judge a book by its cover. You judge by the reader. And did the reader apply? Mm-hmm. And if the reader applied and the person got value, then great. Then that's a great book. Yeah. In fact, right, if you think about it, a lot of the best self-help books that go on and become popular is because people who read it and implemented it then became successful. They recommend the book to more people and then Word it perpetuates. Yeah. Right? So it's a, what do you call that? It's a, it's a cycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my favourite book. Okay, uh, my, what's your favourite book? Since you don't, you don't like books. Book, yes. Uh, like? My favourite book is this book called The Little Book of Clarity by Jamie Smart. Okay, so it's a very random book that does not sit in mainstream. But, but, but let me share with you how I, how I picked up this okay. book, okay? So I was working in China for a while and uh, during my time coming back to Singapore, I had some Hong Kong dollar left. So I flew in from Hong Kong, right? And I was like, yeah, maybe I won't be coming back. I'm very heartbroken here, right? Oh. So I want to I wanna like just spend, finish my HKD, right? So at the airport, I was like, yeah, you know, my octopus card got money. You know, there are some books here. Let me see what, what is interesting. Right, and I browsed around and I saw this book called The Little Book of Clarity and it's very small. You know, maybe like 
this size. That's why it's yeah. a little book. Yeah, that's why it's like, exactly right. If it's like that, I was like, hey, hello, bro. It's ironic, hey, but right? then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has 214 pages, not very little. You know, but, but you know what's the best thing? After I bought the book, I went on the plane. I finished reading half of it on the plane itself. Right, so, and that, and that was amazing because I am not a reader. It takes a lot oh, for me wow. to read. But the very fact is, I agree with you that when I bought the book, I was already seeking something. You were seeking to declutter. Yeah, I was seeking to think a little bit more about life. Like, what is life about, blah, blah, blah. So when I bought that book, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was what it is so it became functional to me at that point mm. in time but mm. if today I go back and read that same book I'll be like ah yeah mm. you know like, yeah. like no use you know, yeah no use right so and, and I think that that little bit of nuance is, is also important because a reader kind of read what they want to read mm-hmm. and it's not always about the book in itself I think the intent is important yeah. yeah sometimes we just want to affirm our current thinking so imagine right I believe in thinking positive obviously I'll gravitate towards books on the art of positive thinking what if mm-hmm. someone comes up with another book called negative thinking actually makes your life better yeah you know? <laughs> and I actually subscribe to that you know in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a view of a myriad of emotions right mm. happiness sadness anger envy grief mm. whatever a lot of people subscribe to all the positive one like uh, happiness like, you know, and, and, and all this kind of stuff and to them it is an endless high you know like they're endlessly searching for the high mm-hmm. and all other emotions become bucket as negative and like not helpful you know but my view is when you're angry it's a very clear signal that this person has touched your bottom line if you're grieving it helps you focus the energy to kind of look mm. back at what has happened because only when you grieve can you really go through all the episodes with a fine comb Which right? is, so every mm-hmm. emotion yeah. has its function and, not and, agree yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it takes a person who's willing to challenge their current thinking mm. to then realise this new thinking yeah. which always goes back I always feel that it always goes back to the receiver mm. it, does the receiver have a growth mindset because if he has a growth mindset then he's always going to be taking on new my, new beliefs try on for a size if it works keep it if it doesn't work it, remove it mm. So the intent is important because I do know of people who like okay. So Reggie comes into books because he wants to find a solution. Yeah. So that's he finds only, it. That's the only reason. Whoever, I really know. I don't care. Really yeah. yeah. It's like I got problem. I can find a book. You know, I find a few books. That's what. That's why I will read. So when my life got no problem, I don't really read. You, you know that. <laughs> but that's also because you are willing to implement. Right, mm. but some people, uh, uh, maybe they just read because they like the idea that they are seeking help. But later, when they realize the solution is inconvenient, mm. then they say, "Oh, uh, this book doesn't work," yeah. because they're not willing to face the demons or not willing to face the facts. So I, I will not judge the book. I feel that every book has its value. It's, the matter is whether the receiver is open enough to receive that value. Fair. I, I do get that. And I mm. do know people that drown themselves in books. Similar to how people drown in games. Mm. They drown in something. It, it's not. It's a, it's a form of escapism, right? It's a medium to just keep learning and, and keep reading and reading and reading. Because and, and, you know, they feel like they're doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so, like sitting on a rocking chair hoping you go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so I, I, I want to put this question out to Mr. Positivity. Like how, <laughs> what is one book you know that that oh God, people so should difficult. read. Okay, no, not endorse, oh, no, not endorsing. So, I'm uh. so pressured when you say <laughs> that, that people should read. Right? No, okay, okay. Well, I, I let me set you the context, uh, right? Okay. When people, if people want to have the growth mindset, you oh, know, okay. Ah. Ah. So, so if people want to have the growth mindset and they're listening to today's podcast, and Mister Positive is going to give you one book that you should kind of embark on, right? Start. So I give you the context, right? Growth mindset, um, and to start because I know as you read, become more advanced, right? A lot of the starting books become very lame. Right, so so you, you, you kind of go to the next level. So someone wants to start and uh, adopt mm. the growth mindset. What is one book they should read? 
I actually would recommend this book uh, by Tim Ferriss. Mm. Tim Ferriss has this book, beautiful yellow white book, a uh, yellow black book called Tribe of Mentors. And I, I used to give away this book. This book costs a lot of money though. It's about like 35, very 36 dollars. Right? thick book. Yeah. But I tell you, the premise of the book is amazing. Mm. So what he did is he created 13 questions. So for example, a question is, uh, with $100, what's the most valuable thing that you have bought with $100? Uh, if What is one mistake that you have made in life that have actually turned out to be a apparent failure that turned out to actually be serving you. So he created thoughtfully 13 questions and he asked a total of, I think, 100 plus people, mm-hmm. sportsmen, politicians, author, thought leaders, uh, philanthropists, uh, all kinds of people, right? And I love that book because it actually trains me to have diverse thinking that the very same question, everybody answers it differently. So if you want to challenge mm. your own growth mindset, take that book, you know, and I, this is how I read it, uh. I don't read from uh, uh, one page to another page. I take the book and I say, okay, today, what advice do I want to have for myself? And I just flip. And then I'll see that question and, and that question might be, what is one stupid advice that people always give you that actually doesn't work? And then I'll see who's the person giving it. Oh, he is uh, Warren Buffett or he's somebody. Okay, I'm going to read it. Oh, wow, actually this is interesting. Mm. Ah, I'm done. Bite-sized mm. learning. Did he oh. interview the poor and the unsuccessful? No. Uh, no. He says short life advice <laughs> from the best <laughs> like, oh, you're like searching on the like, fly. Oh, Google. <laughs> yeah. No, because yeah. I, I, I feel like I want to read that book. Mm. Yeah, you it's bite-sized life advice and yeah. I feel like, wow, I, because I can't access these 100 plus people who are billionaires, philanthropists and mm-hmm. sports people. But I would love to know how they think because I really do believe that how you think is what determines the output of your life. And this book gives you an insight into their mind, which is what every yes. book is, really. Yeah. Especially for self-help books. But it's easy because it's not theoretical, it's very practical. And that's why I asked a question because the self-help book has a skewed coverage. Mm. They always cover the successful people, la, the people that are doing very well and blah, blah, blah. But we must all understand that in every system, it will certain people will perform a little bit better because of the skill sets and the ideas and the resources that they have. They will outshine everyone. But that doesn't mean that oh, the wisdom only come from these people. There are many other people that they have a lot of other ideas that are totally not mm. covered in the mm. self-help book space, right? Because don't sell, ma. No, that's right. where the science comes in already. Mm. Like, for mm. example, there's this book called uh, The Laws of Human Nature. Mm. Uh, love all his books. He's the one that wrote the book of uh, Art of War, uh, Power, uh, principle of seduction and then he wrote that book on human nature that's science or at least you, you can argue it's not but uh, he, he studied uh, the he actually his, his source material is always from ancient times mm. uh, so he studied a lot of the ancient philosophers and thinkers stoicism is one of them and then he derived that 49 and so mm. then it's got independent of where my background is and I felt that this kind of books then would be would be nice to try for a size yeah Okay, interesting. No, I feel like reading that also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing books. You can read the one. If you, you guys are in corporate, <laughs> if you're in corporate, read the book on power. Uh, but if you just want to generally have a good life, like have an easier time with human beings, then read the human nature one. Wow, that was really, really powerful. Mm. Heavy read though. So just read one law a week, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Don, what about you? Oh, what don't ask me to grow well, mindset. No, no, one, saying, because I cannot. You give give one book. Yeah, give, book? give one yeah, book. Any that, yeah, and, and contextualize okay. why did you 
pick up this book mm. and uh, who should read this book? Uh, who who is searching for what and, and why should they read this? Yeah, so I know everyone listening to this, if you know me, you're going to think I'm going to recommend a finance book. So I shall not <laughs> recommend a finance book. I, uh, I, would, I would have hope yeah, yeah, yeah. recommend some. <laughs> I'll just listen to Financial Coconut Law. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're already uh-huh. here. We're yeah. already here. Oh, why yes. shine yeah. also? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, but yeah, I think for me, right, the best or the most impactful self-help books Differ at when you ask me that question. Yes, okay, of course. Fair. Yeah, mm. because what I'm seeking and what he has given me at different points in time differ, right? Yes. So when I was in my twenties, I read a lot on sales and communication because I was trying to learn how to do this better as a you know fresh grad, new workforce. You must yes. learn how to do that branding, career, and then uh, personal finance as well, investing. But then now in my thirties, as a parent, I'm reading a lot of parenting books and. Right now, uh, one that I feel has really left an impact in the recent years um, is actually this book called Surrounded by Idiots, <laughs> written nice by title. Thomas Erickson. Yeah, and he has a series of books that happened after that, but I think this very first one is phenomenal. Okay, It basically describes the four behavior types of people by sorting them into colors, red, blue, yellow, and green. It's similar to DISC. Yeah, people are familiar with this philosophy would know. But I actually learned this and when I read this uh, Surrounded by Idiots, mm. I found this to be even more accurate mm, okay. when it comes to reading people. Because, for example, right, um, and how you, what is more valuable is not just knowing what colour that person is. Uh. What it helped me at that point in my life is after learning how to discern, right, I realised it was easier for me to manage and talk to certain people because by understanding what their colour is and then the book does tell you how to handle that. It made everything so but, much But easier. why idiots? Like, why do you use the word idiots? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> because I have to reread to the book. <laughs> because uh, need to sell. I always remember. Maybe. So, so people do judge the book by yeah. Of course. Yeah. I have friends who work in publishing. Is uh. that the cover? It's important because that's it the only is. thing that is right up there. Yep. Right? Yeah. So, so the it, yeah, it's very important. But I think if there's one book that I think everyone should read, not just finance, right? This book is really important surrounded because, by idiots yeah relationships right will be relevant in every stage of, of your course. life yeah. yeah and I'll give you an example um, like my husband last time cannot click with blue people mm. so blue are those who are very facts driven very statistic always will google that kind of thing so you can tell a lot of critical thinking uh, As you are. they don't get convinced by hype or marketing but by facts so they like to make their own decisions. Once I understood that, whenever I recognize a blue person, I just do minimal selling. I only talk about the facts. Mm. And I let people decide for themselves because they like to feel like they made the decision. They're smart. You cannot say, I, I help you make a decision. Why? You must empower them that way. Mm. Whereas on the other hand, the yellow person is like a peacock. He needs the attention. So the more you tell him on the idea that he will get famous or, you know, um, a lot of people love him for it, the more he would want this solution. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's not just about selling. It's even when you work with the person, when you know what triggers them. The book also talks about triggers. Then you don't do what triggers them. Ah. So you will always be in a good relationship with them. So if we bring it back to three weeks ago, we talk about can you befriend your boss, right? If you can recognize what your boss color is, you know what not to do, so he will always like you. And you will know what to do to make him shine and few reverence. So if your boss is not a yellow person, you put him on stage to talk, uh, he hate you for life. First person who fires mm. you. Yeah, and I think this has really shaped the way I interact with people a lot. I find that I'm drawn very much to people who are yellow and who are red because naturally yellow people are very popular. 
But when you know roughly what color each person is, right? Then you also know what you can learn from them better. I'm just very fascinated. You see, like, this is what we want in readers, right? That she just doesn't just take it on. She challenged it. She tried for a size and she internalized it. Many years later, she can still remember. Yeah, I read this book like five, six years yeah, ago. And, and, and so to her, that self-help book works because she's willing to play her part to internalize it, learn it, use it, internalize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it takes two to clap. Yeah. And, yes, I, and I think eventually as you pick up more books and you learn more things, some of these old ideas may fade out. Or right? integrate. Yeah, or, or integrate. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or evolve over time. Yeah. Right? And, and it's not about just holding on to whatever you have for the longest time. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of move along. Because, because I, I think Cute, cute side story. Uh, I think a few years ago, I read the subtle art of not giving. Of course, oh, right. yeah. 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 see again a negative yes, title. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it's so it's very attractive, right? Ideas like you know whatever, right? So so I, I read the book and uh, thank you for speaking over that. I don't need to beat, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> great, love it. Okay, Good partnership. So I was, I was like, yeah, that's like, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, I need this. Uh. I care about, I care too much about what other, other people think, oh. you know. And then I, I told another friend, it's like, hey, you know, you should read this book. And he was like, for what? I really don't care. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like okay, I get it now, right? Yeah, so not, your friend doesn't need that book. Exactly, right? So not everyone needs the book, right? And and I think that's the that's the beauty of this discussion. I think today. when a yeah. student is ready, the teacher will appear. In this yes. case, the teacher is the self the self help books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Yes. But so, being willing to implement that is important. Because like Albert Einstein, uh, yes. I think a lot of people, right, they expect to keep doing the things that they've already done. And then expecting something to change. But like oh. what you say, why would I go for a course if I wasn't prepared to do something else differently? Right? But people read and then they think, no, la, what I'm doing good enough, la, don't want to try. Yeah. Then they just deem that book as a failure when in fact maybe it's them, not yeah. the book. Yeah. But I will also challenge that maybe it's the book that's a failure because the, it's inability to shape your views or mm-hmm. the teacher's inability to shape your worldviews. I, I think right? the so there is, there's also some level of that, right? But I'm, I'm not uh, discounting that, you know, there are people that. Oh. Just don't want uh, maybe to, I yeah. share the perspective from the author side because I come from that, that era, mm. right? That That's why I cannot when say I, bad things. When I, no, no, no. <laughs> you feel free to say it. Like, I mean, your, your audience are discerning. Uh, uh, they will know. But you have to understand that uh, back then when I first entered the PD world, right, the personal development world, I was told to write books even though I'm totally inexperienced. And I asked them, oh, why must I write a book? Then they came out with some very gimmicky answer. They say, because you want to build your authority, right? Yeah, What's the root yeah, word yeah, of authority? Yeah. Author. Oh, okay, oh. And I decided to write a book. But back yeah. then, because I have no authority, so what I did was I interviewed. Mm. I interviewed people and I wrote my first book uh, on, on speaking, right? And it really helped. Uh, but you must understand, back then, there's not a lot of local authors. But today, you know, everybody's writing something. Everyone can publish. And yeah. everybody's, pub- mm. everybody's a publisher right now. Why? Thanks to the mobile phone. Mm. So I think that the quality of the books podcasts, videos needs to be higher. Regurgitating what other people say is not going to get you anywhere anymore Mm -hmm. because we already, like your friend said, I already know it. So if the book can share the science behind common knowledge, that will be value because some people just are inquisitive. They want to know the basis. If the book can challenge your old thinking, that will be very valuable as well in current world. If the book can explain why things are the way it is and tell you what to do to prepare for the future, that would be a very valuable book as well. So I think as with all, as with times, even books need to evolve. Mm-hmm. Just sharing how-to is not going to be valuable because people now can learn how-to from YouTube. Videos. Yeah, I think the how-to era was the it's 2000s. Gone. Gone, right? <laughs> yeah. It's true, the 2000s, 2000s. 2010. Yeah, the uh, how-to. 
1990s was the you can do it era. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There was just all this motivation. Correct, correct. Cool yeah, time, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, then yeah. it was the how-to. Mm. Now it's the why your life sucks kind of era. Do you feel? <laughs> like a lot of books are the negative titles. There's a lot of that. There's a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. In closing, any last points you, you want to share You know, with our audience today about do self-help books actually work? I think if you doubt that self-help books work, then you need to be seeking out better books or you need to <laughs> reflect on yourself. Don't go to, to discount outlet, right? <laughs> don't, don't, don't go to the discount section. Wow, this is very cheap. Huh? I'm going to buy this book. There's a reason why it's there, right? No, mm. it, I think it's a, the author also. And I feel like you can also learn from lesser known, le- lesser oh, known authors. Sure. Yeah, yep. but it's just that they may not get the traction it the needs to, to make that book go viral or, or get that awareness in society. But... At the end of the day, right, we should be responsible for our own learning. So if you want to learn something, pick up the self-help book that will get you there. If the first book you pick up doesn't get you there, pick up the next one, the next one, the next one. And then if it still doesn't get, get you there, then you question like what you say. Maybe I just don't like to read book. I'm an audio learner. Then go for a podcast mm. or go for other modes of learning. It doesn't always have to be books per se. I'm a firm believer that um, you know everything in life teaches us something. And the whole purpose is to help us evolve. So I, I hope that every one of you listening here would always be a seeker of learning. Like you have to be a learner because every time you grow, you evolve, you become bigger, right? But you can be flexible in the way you want to learn. Mm-hmm. You can learn through books, you can learn through podcasts, you can learn through videos, you can learn through having conversations with people. And as long as you stay open to learning, uh, you will see yourself growing tremendously and you will accelerate. Great. And in closing, I just want to say that, you know, I sound like I don't really support self-help books, right? <laughs> the reality is I did start somewhere, right? So mm. I did read some of these books. Eventually, the books became too diluted for me yeah. and, you know, I had to read more complicated stuff. But hey, you know, if you're new to a vertical, you're just starting to pick up something, those are very low touch points that you can just kind of pick up, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, just kind of grind along. And eventually, you will figure your own thought processes uh, with some of these insights from some of these books. Although, you know, I still think they're very diluted. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think the beauty of self-help books mm-hmm. also is that it offers you learning for very cheap. Yes, yes. Because yes. how else would you normally learn? Like you would mm-hmm. learn through a mentor, but you mm. may not always have access to that mentor, or that side person. Or you'll go for courses which cost thousands of dollars yes, when you can actually learn a snippet of it or sometimes even the entire course, depending on who's teaching it, from a book. Mm. Yeah, and in personal finance, I always say that to people, like if you're broke, you want to learn from free, that's Google. You need to be curating your own syllabus. You want to learn from a curated syllabus because you find it too noisy, you don't know how to do your own learning and structure, then learn from a course, right? Because you can learn from books, but they're all very messy and some of them are outdated. You go and read the various investment books, some of them no longer apply in today's world. They tell you things like, you know, um, you should buy companies with big assets and then like, what about software companies with no assets? You know, they're a new gem, they're a new goal. So you need to be able to discern. And if you are new in the... in like not a lot of cash. Self-help books are the cheapest way to level up. Then after you level up, then you go and seek other stuff. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, fair. And I always tell people, you know, the seafood doesn't come up from the mountain to tell you I'm good. You have to climb up the mountain to look for the seafood. So maybe the first Mm. step is to read a book. Okay, with that, I hope you learned something useful today and joining us every week on Wise and Shine. You know, um, check out our other shows and we will see you next week. Bye, guys.